The biggest thing since TV was invented. The biggest thing since TV. The biggest thing since TV. The biggest thing since TV was invented. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I am the Shogun. And I'm on the SW Experience. Today we will be talking about the biggest thing since TV was invented. You know it. I know it. We are talking about the undisputed king of consoles. The PlayStation 2. Yeah. I wanted to talk about it mainly because... The PlayStation 2 celebrated its 20th anniversary this year, and I felt, well, it'd be a bit of a waste if I let the year end without talking about it at least once, man. It played a huge part in my childhood, man. You made me the man I am, the man I am today, and for that, I owe you. <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh, that song. Yeah, that, I can't remember the name of that song, but yeah, it, it played... A large part in making me like, well, some of the, oh, made me a fun guy I am today. So, and it's a large part of my childhood, and I have so many fond memories of the console and the, the games I played with my family, the friends, the ch good times we shared, the laughter, the joy, the, you know, the times we like, like dropped the controller and it cracked. Like, oh no, man, she's busted. Oh, thank goodness, it's fine. You know, the heat it would get when you played on it for hours. It was just, oh, I love the PlayStation, you know. The nostalgia it has, just, man, just the good feelings, you know. And I thought I wanted to just give it a big old thank you, you know. Just give it a big hug and say, thank you, PlayStation 2. Uh, you still, you turned 20 years old this year, man. Like, you know, I wanted to say thank you for all you've done. For me, and for people all over the world who got to enjoy you. Yeah, so, yeah, this is my thank you to it. Yeah, that's all I got to say on that. This is the SNW Experience. I am the Shogun, and I'm thankful for games like Devil May Cry, God of War, GTA, WWE, SmackDown vs. Raw, FIFA, PES, uh, hell, even Tiger Woods' golf tour, cricket, rugby, you know, NFL, NBA, all them shits, you know. Games that would go on like, I need for speed. I need speed, man. I'm chasing this shit. You know, that shit. You know, I'd say thankful for that. Burnout. All the great franchises. Uh, so the Tom Clancy games like Splinter Cell. Uh, can't remember. I can't really think of that many. You know, I mean, Max Payne. Saints Row, or did that come out on Xbox? I think that came out on Xbox, so apologize. The Hitman, and you know, all the awesome games that this console has brought to us, all the joy it has brought to people from all over the world. I say thank you. I am grateful. I give you my respect. You have my respect and loyalty. Thank you, PS2. Salute. I'm 20 years old. Oh, man. And here we go. No, wait. I didn't say that right. And here we go.
episode of regular show where they played console games and those huge ass like arcade oh yeah they're not console games they're arcade games where the gang had to play arcade games we use this giant lemonade guy to defeat destroyer worlds speaking of games well that was a terrible segue and a terrible intro but i am shogun and this is the snw experience and we today we are going to talk about the arguably the best game console of all time the goat the gold standard i'm talking of course about the playstation 2 the undisputed king of consoles ps2 <laughs> okay i'm writing i'm doing this as a solo cast man i haven't done that in a while mainly because well I've been trying really hard to avoid those. They're not easy for me to do, but this one, oh, I just had to do this, man. Oh, I had to do this before the year came to an end, you see, because this year is no ordinary year. This year marks the 20th anniversary of the debut of the PlayStation 2. Yep, that's right. PlayStation 2 being console for the 20 years old this year. Since TV, man, TV. What, what you gonna say? What else you gonna say, man? That really shows the importance of it all, man. The biggest thing since TV. What else is bigger than TV, man? Huh? Fucking radio. I mean, TV is bigger than radio. TV is bigger than a lot of things, man. TV is bigger than well, movies. When you kind of stop and think about, it. if you really stretch it, TV is bigger than movies. So to say this is bigger than TV, damn, how great is that? PlayStation 3 didn't get that kind of accolade. PlayStation 1, SNES, Wii, I don't care what you are, you don't get that kind of recognition, man. The closest game that I've seen get even, well, game console that I've seen get even close to that kind of hype, or will get that kind of hype machine behind it, is the Xbox One. The hype is the most powerful console ever made. Yes. <laughs> That's true. It is visually impressive when you play some games on it. Some games on it. You know, other games that are... Play, they play really... Well, nowadays you have games... I'm looking at you, Cyberpunk. That play extremely well on Xbox Series X, but don't look so great on Xbox One. I'm going way off topic. This is about the PS2. Okay. Well, to me, I think I first got my PS2 around about, like... Oh, when I was in grade one. Yeah, I think that's about right. When I was in grade... No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was grade one. I remember grade one, grade one, I got my PlayStation 2. Back then, there were games like... <laughs> the best games to get were like Need for Speed or FIFA. Or, you know, man. Shit like that. Fun kid shit, man. Not little kid shit, but, you know, stuff you could play with your 
relatives, you know, like brothers or in my case stuff you can play with cousins. But the very first game I can remember playing on my PlayStation Two was Pitfall. <laughs> Fucking Pitfall. That's a do 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 that guy just I mostly it was mostly just running, you know, mostly running and jumping and you know, encountering boarded up places and going, it looks like I'll need TNT to blow this up. Maybe I'll find some and come back later. I'd never finish that game. I mean, I would in that game I'd get eaten by a, like some kind of giant Venus flytrap out of the ground or drowned or, or whatever. I just never finish it. I have no idea what happened to it. I remember one time we went somewhere and I had the game with me because I figured we would go straight home. But I wound up spending the night at a cousin's and I don't remember what happened to the game. It just vanished. The second game I ever owned was the first ever Midnight Club. <laughs> good memories with that one, man. Midnight Club. Good old Midnight Club. Uh, I'm Larry Nolan. They don't mess with me in Queens. Or that chick going, I'm Keiko Hatano, the hottie behind the wheels, and I like to drive very fast. Or that one black guy, he's like, a, my name's Kareem, and I am so fresh, the girls can't see me for nothing less. <laughs> Who writes this shit? I mean, come on. Damn. And uh, I think, like, I don't remember much about Midnight Club, but I remember that um, we didn't say much. Like, the character you played as didn't say much. And I remember you drove a cab at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to win races and shit. I don't think I made it past the third race. Yeah, I didn't. The first two games I ever bought, and I finished neither of them. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it was a weird thing. I played them over and over. Probably played the same mission over and over. But, you know, whatever. It was fun. You know, it had its moments. Years down the line, by years down the line, I mean last year in 2019, I finally found out what happened in Pitfall. Yeah, I found out how Pitfall ended. I realized, you know what, man? I'm never going to find this game. I'm never going to finish it. I don't have a PlayStation 2 anymore. I don't have a console anymore. I don't have anything. So, all I got is an Xbox One. So, I'm just going to look up how it ends. And then I'm like, no, man, that's, there's no fun in that. Also, there's no real explanation as to how it ends. You have to watch the gameplay itself. So, I came up with the idea. I'm just going to, when it comes to games that I haven't finished or unresolved, you know, I couldn't finish for whatever reason, I just decided, you know what, I am going to download all the cutscenes. That is a great way to find out what happens in the game. See all the gameplay and graphics and story beats and all that without having to buy the game yourself. Just go on YouTube, type the video game name, and type all cutscenes, and you'll see the whew, video you want to see. One of the, There's two sites I recommend. Actually, I can't remember the other one, but I remember one that... I, oh yeah, it's two. One is Gamer's Little Playground. He does really great videos. Eight, and they're in like... Like a lot of them are come in HD. Not HD, but like 1080p. Oh yeah, yeah, when you download them, they can come in a thousand and eighty p. And if you watch them on that thing on YouTube, they can you can watch it in four hundred eighty. Yeah, the best quality. You can watch it on the best quality that YouTube has, man. It's so good. It looks so good. It looks amazing, dude. Like, yeah, I recently watched Death Stranding. There's so many exclusives on. I watched all the cutscenes for Death Stranding. It's it's okay. 
because of the, I mean, the parts of them in Dead Stranding work, the parts that work work, and the parts that don't really don't. That's all I have to say on it without going too deep, because I want to stick to the top of the PS2 and the PS4. We'll be back. All right. Midnight Club, Pitfall. These are the early days, man. The good days. They were great. You know, we had, we had a controller, and I don't think I had a memory card back then, because I had a memory card, I wouldn't have had to play the first two games, like, opening levels over and over if I had a memory card. There would have been no need. I think eventually, um, one of the earliest games where I got a me I had a memory card was GTA Vice City. Yeah. Just imagine that, man. A first grader playing GTA Vice City. Oh, that's... I don't even remember buying it. I, it was just there. I don't remember buying a lot of these games. I think, I don't know if my mom bought them for me or cousins bought them, but it was just there. Along with Need for Speed Underground. And that was fun, by the way. Who remembers Crunk? <laughs> and we about to get this thing crunked. <laughs> Who remembers Crunk music? Hey, the 2000s were truly a weird time. Crunk. Anyway, yeah, it was so much cool, man. Need for Speed Underground. Ah, oh, jeez. And Underground 2 was better. Yeah, way better. It opened with this woman. The woman on the cover. She was talking about, um... Like, playing a racer in the game is a lot of fun. But on the streets, I drive safely and responsibly. So I remember the something, 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 and obey the laws of the road. Which is... I mean, it runs uh, pretty counterproductively to what's going on. I mean, not counterproductively. I mean, in reality, you know, obey the rules of the road and drive safely. Drinkers don't drive. Drivers don't drink. Shit like that. Don't get into stupid races with people. I mean, just, you know, unless you're a professional racer on a racetrack doing a proper race with checkered flags and announcers and pit crew waiting for you, don't be racing, man, you're not a racer, anyway, yeah, that was it, man, yeah, Underground 2 was awesome, dude, it was so great, remember there was, um, a Mitsubishi Lancer VIII, I think, yeah, Lancer Evo, Lancer Revolution, and that was, it was that car, it, I, I, when I was a kid, I had a thing for blue, like, all the cars I liked, they had to be blue, they had to be blue, I, think, I had a thing for blue. But then the, that one car, I wanted to be like, hmm. It's like, yeah, that's the car from Too Fast, Too Furious. And I'm like, yes, I want that car right there. I'm going to be yellow. I'm going to get decals and everything. It's going to look dope. Oh, I love Need for Speed. It was awesome, man. You were the coming in. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Good times. You're the guy uh, coming in from a, new, a different city. And the chick let you borrow her car for the one race. But then you had to make your own, you had to get your own car, you know, start from the bottom. The game, basically, in that moment, the chick letting you borrow a car, that was them showing you, hey, this is what the, you know, top of the mountain looks like. And we get towards the end. This is when you have, like, all the nitro, and you can get your transmission and suspension, and decals are all modded up. This is what your car could look like. But now that we've shown you that, we have to bust you back to the ground. I think it was, oh yeah, you were in a car accident. Remember that shit? There was a car accident involved. Someone crashed into you, 
and you had to like, figure out who it was, and you ended up racing them in the final movie. I mean, the final race, I think. And this Need for Speed was great, because uh, on the PlayStation 2, it was awesome, too. Because it was also the first Need for Speed to introduce, like, vans, you know, like SUVs, uh, like Escalades. And I think they were mostly just Escalades. I remember seeing... I don't know, a GMC van or anything else. It was mostly a black, mostly SUVs that you could customize. And that was it. It was the first one. I think it was the first and only one, really. I never saw them until, first and only one until, like, I think Most Wanted or Hot Pursuit. It was either one or the other. But whatever. So, yeah. He, I need speed, man. I'm chasing that shit. <laughs> Those fucking songs, dude. I remember, uh, he was on Pimp My Ride Exhibit. He he had some songs in there too. Oh, oh top of the world, best of the best. King California, LAX. Just <sighs> hearing that song brings back memories of that video game. And that video game brings back memories of PlayStation 2. And the PlayStation 2 brings back such fond childhood memories, man. The joy I'd feel, you know, like just, you know, if, even if I had a crummy day at school or whatever, or if, if, you know, I just wasn't feeling so good, I knew that if I could just get home, if I could just turn on my PlayStation and, you know, play some games, you know, everything would be all right. Everything would be okay. I'd be fine. I knew that much. Life, yeah. It just, I don't know, it, the PlayStation 2 to me was, it wasn't, you know, escape from reality. Reality was fine back then. I was a kid. I mean, the world was still all peaches and cream. I'm not saying it isn't now, but, you know, it wasn't as... Uh, I wasn't as cynical. But, like, yeah, you know, I wasn't naive either, but still, life was, you know, friendly. And the PC, PlayStation 2 added to that. It was great, dude. It was the best. That's why I keep saying Undisputed King of Consoles. It's not just to me. I didn't give it that name. That name is what it was. The King of Consoles, man. The PlayStation 2. All hell. Them motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say anything about the PS1 because I don't know shit about it. And uh, all I have to say about the, uh, the Gay Station 3... Um, it's, uh, it looks good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, you know, there's a reason there's that phrase. Hey, I remember that from John together, like, hey, Gay Station 3. <laughs> I'm not homophobic. I'm sorry. If I offended you by saying that and you're gay, then I'm sorry. I, I deeply did not mean to offend you. I just mainly, mainly meant to poke fun at what I thought was an inferior console. So, yeah, and it's supposed to be the follow-up, and it didn't make the same kind of money as the PlayStation 2, so that's how you know it's inferior. And the PlayStation 2 stuck around. God damn, it stuck around. It didn't disappear until... I think the last game that the PlayStation 2 made was like FIFA 15. Yeah, FIFA 15. That game came out in 2014. That means the PlayStation 2 outlasted the PlayStation 3, it outlasted the Xbox 360, it outlasted the Kinect, it outlasted fucking... It lasted all the way until the PlayStation 4 came out. And for like a year, it stuck around until it was just gone. You know, all the games... Well, not the games weren't removed from the shelf, but they stopped selling PlayStation 2s. 
I think they, yeah, they stopped selling them in 2014. Yeah. Damn, man. By 2015, they were completely gone. Just, they weren't selling them anymore. You could still find some PlayStation 2 games if you went to, like, certain stores. They they would have them sitting somewhere. They'd be selling them dirt cheap, but, you know, and they were, some of them were pretty crummy. Like, um, I mean, I played my PlayStation 2 all the way until, all the way through high school. Not all the way through high school, but all the way until high school. From primary all the way till high school, man. PlayStation, man. PlayStation 2. That's what I was doing. But everyone else was like, 360. PlayStation 3. And PC, Nintendo Wii. I was that guy that's like, I'm still playing my PlayStation 2. I'm still playing GTA, Vice City, Vice City Stories, San Andreas, and, you know... The Getaway, speaking of, speaking of The Getaway, The Getaway and The Getaway Black Monday both came out on the PlayStation 2. Apparently, originally, The Getaway was supposed to come out on the PS1, but they, like, pushed it back so that it would coincide with the release of the PlayStation 2, and it would come out on that console instead. And I'm glad, because The Getaway was fun. It was a great, it was different from, it wasn't like GTA in the sense of, it was a London story. It wasn't set in America. It was a London, like, uh, greedy crime drama, man. Something, I don't know, Danny Boyle or Jason Statham would be involved in. Something like that. The story was a... I remember that line in the back of be, uh, I, I ring you. You do the job. You don't do what I tell you. The kid dies. <laughs> you don't do what I tell you. The kid dies. You talk to anyone. You're late. Yada, yada. Guess what? You know, I remember that. That was so funny, you know. The sequel, Getaway Black Monday, was it was also pretty good, you know. Yeah, it was fun. You could play as three different characters. It was Eddie, it was Mitchell, and Sam. Yeah. Eddie was this boxer, and, you know, Mitchell was this cop. Sam was a hacker, I think. You know, <laughs> fucking... With Eddie, you could, like, fight motherfuckers and knock them out, snap necks, and, you know, dual-wield weapons. It was cool. With, you know, with Mitchell, he had his MP5 and his handgun. Sure, he could, like, handcuff people, but, you know, he, he didn't brawl. Each character had their own way of doing things. Sam didn't attack people. She, she had, like, her missions were purely stealth missions. Yeah. yeah. You had, like, duck in vents. Oh, not vents, like, you climb over people and you wanted to knock them out. You had to jump on them, you know, stuff like it was weird. You had to sneak around buildings and, you know, the PlayStation 2 had some great games, you know. San Andreas, GTA San Andreas, which was re-released on Xbox 360. You know, it, it was great, dude. I, actually, I have that shit right here, man. I got my GTA San Andreas on Xbox 360. The only reason I bought it again is because I remembered how much fun I had playing it on PlayStation 2. And I still had fun. Just, it reminded me so much of how... Good times, man. The good times. I'd played some of these games with my cousins, man. We played Vice City, and, you know, we did all these missions and missions and shit. And one time, uh, I think it was, like, the three of us. We were sitting in a room playing the game, and we were doing like, just to save up money to buy a house in the game. Yeah, the house was, like, this two-story place. It had a pool and everything. It was this dope-looking mansion. <laughs> and I kind of ruined it all. Because, like, while they were sleeping, I played the game regardless thing with the PlayStation 2 is if you played for hours on end, it would get really hot. Like, real hot. I think that, like, made it 
I think that damages the thing. I mean, consoles these days don't have that issue. I they say think they don't because I don't. Uh, the, the PlayStation Two told me like, hey, don't play for hours on end on a console. You're gonna like overheat the thing or whatever, or it'll damage the game, the CD. That's when I started thinking like, hey man, if it gets too hot, it'll damage CD. That's how we'd know like, yo, we need to stop. We like feel the thing and it's hot. Turn it off. Yeah, that's that was really shit. But like one night, while everyone was asleep, I turned it back on and I played it, and I spent the fucking money. I spent the fucking money on a, another house. It wasn't two stories. It was one story, and it had a smaller pool. I, I don't even remember why I spent the money. I just, you know, I bought the house. When I, and then when they woke up, they were pissed. They were like, "Yo, dude, like, oh man, he he spent all the money. Not all the money. It was like, yo, he spent some of the money. Man, we worked hard to save money. We were trying to get that house over there." In, in Vice City, it didn't matter. It really didn't matter. The houses weren't that different. I didn't know that. I didn't know that back then. It was just, you know, they, I mean, it was my PlayStation. It was, it was fucking my PlayStation. But yeah, they played it like it was theirs, dude. I mean, fuck, they're the ones who introduced me to Underground too. They played it more than I did. Sure, I liked Underground, but I couldn't race like like they did, man. They They were so good at it. They could play on manual transmission in PlayStation 2. And I was the one playing automatic. <laughs> Couldn't, I didn't know when to shift gears. And when I'd shift the gear, I'd shift the wrong gear or whatnot. I'd, or just, uh, it bugged me, man. I couldn't play manual on that thing. I played automatic each time. Even when we'd race. They race manual, I race automatic. Yeah. It was Underground, Underground 2, or Most Wanted. That brings me to Most Wanted, man. Need Speed, Most Wanted. That was the shit! That game was the shit, man! That BMW was awesome! And when that motherfucker keyed your car. This... I'm gonna destroy this fool! And you, you know, stick you and you floor it all the way to the finish. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, in my dust, asshole. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Whoa, wait a minute. What's going on? The fuck is going on? Why's my car stopping? No, no. The motherfucker sabotaged your wheels. Damn. And the cops show up and get arrested. And oh, man. Now you have working with the cops to bust this motherfucker. He's not only. Beating your AC. Oh, the stipulation was if he beats you, he takes your car. Not only is he taking your car, but now he's racing around in it. And you know, the cops, you gotta start all the way from the bottom, man. You gotta get a new car, they mod it out, beat the low level dudes, work your way to the top. And in the end, in the end, you finally go to go one on one with this motherfucker who's racing you in your old car. You gotta get your souped up new car to go against. And destroy this motherfucker. And you do, and it feels so good. You win your car back, and you get to play out the rest of the game awesomely. Man, did I love BMWs because of that. Shit, man, my favorite car to this day is still a BMW. Not that BMW, but back then it probably was. But nowadays, my favorite car is a BMW i8. Like the one I saw in... Mission Impossible goes for a car with the white and the black and the blue. And that car looks like something straight out of the future. It is ahead of its time, man. The car was way ahead of its time. It is ahead of its time. It's why it didn't get the appreciation it so rightly deserved. And you watch, man. 
Mercedes will come out with their version. And people are going to say, oh, it's great. It's Fuck you, man. BMW did it first, you understand? This is an original idea. They didn't do what they normally would do. And just, you know, create the same car with just a slight alteration and make it new. And just call it new. I mean, like, oh, yeah, even Mercedes does that same shit, man. No, BMW didn't do that. I, they went and they made something entirely new. If I have a dream car, that is the dream car. If I if there's one car that I wanted more than anything now, it is that fucking car, man. I wouldn't be like, yo, I'ma drive this everywhere I go. When I go to the store, BMW, I when I no, no, I'm not doing that. That's stupid, man. I'm gonna get robbed. Fuck that. I'm going off on a tangent on the BMW, man. Backing up, going back to reality. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Musical interlude for a sec. Ugh. Yeah. Man, PlayStation 2 had some awesome games. The console itself was awesome. It, it was the first console that let you play DVDs. Yeah. We take that shit for granted nowadays. Every console lets you play DVDs. At least I think it does. I remember on um, Xbox One, it let you play DVDs, but you had to download the app to do that. And PlayStation 2, you just pop it in and... Rest play, and that's another thing. Hey, PlayStation 2 is better than modern consoles. It does one thing better. You don't have to do an install. You don't have to wait for like fucking 20 minutes for the thing to install, and then you start playing. You can just pop the disc in. You know that iconic PlayStation sound, you know? You know the spinning thing, and then it goes down, then whoa. You start, yes. Just turn this... Pop the button, put the disc in, shut the lid, press the button, thing turns green, start. Dive right in, man. Oh, the memory card. Oh, yeah, be sure to have a memory card so you can save time. PlayStation 2, you had to have a memory card. It was a two megabyte thin piece of plastic you had to put in, man. It, it Those who remember know the struggle, man. Back then, you had to have a memory card, and when it filled up, oof. You had to, like, delete some of your games, man. Remember one time, um, my cousin borrowed a guy's memory card because he was playing Need for Speed, and, you know, the guy had, um, had gone further than him, so he wanted to get the save file from that memory card into this new memory card. I remember one it was, uh, Batman Begins, and I was like, yo, get that one. Get that one, too. I'm like, like, why? We don't have that. I don't have that game. That That's his game, man. He just... Like, you know, what would be the point of moving that safe out there? Like, oh, oh right, right. There's no point. Yeah, those, shit, man, the movie tie-in games were, PlayStation 2 was like, yeah, it had loads of those, man. Movie tie-in games. Batman Begins, Iron Man, like, I think the Punisher had one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man 1 to 3 all came out on the PS2. Just, whew, man. This console rocked. Just the movie tie-in games on these on weren't exactly the best. You know, they weren't the greatest representation of the movies, but they had their moments. You know, there were some good ones. I mean, uh, I mean, PlayStation Two was <laughs> it was so sleek. There's two versions of it. There's the thick version and the thin version. Oh no, the slim version. I had the slim version. I remember that. It looked amazing. Amaz. <laughs> yeah. yeah man I don't know I don't know what happened to it. motherfucker sold it like 
Oh, that's towards the end. I mean, I left it at my cousin's place. I come back to get it, like, I think a few days later or a week later, and this motherfucker said, it's busted. I had to take it to the Chinese, to this Chinaman I know, you know? No, no, no. First of all, he said he'd take it to this Indian guy who does repairs. I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay, when it's done, you just give it back. Months go by. I'm like, what the fuck happened? He's like, oh, man, you know, I t- like I told you, I took it to this Chinese guy who's doing repairs and shit. She thought he said it was an Indian guy. That's, that's what I said, man. I took it to... Asian guy, you know, I'm like, no, I said I took it to the Asian guy, whatever, whatever. Then literal more months go by, and I'm like, this motherfucker sold it. He sold it. Or he's like, no, no, no. You know what happened? He broke it. Yeah, he broke it. Now he doesn't know what to do. Like, now he just makes up, then he makes up, he probably broke the shit, and then I had to throw it away. And rather than tell me, yo, man, I broke your shit, he just said, Oh, uh, actually, you know, uh, I gave it to this dude for repairs, and he hasn't given it back. You know, I'm still waiting on him, you know, just... Yeah, just to give you some context, that was five years ago. <sighs> yeah, he's still telling me that bullshit, but, hey, you know, I'm gonna get him one of these days. I mean, I hold, I don't hold grudges, but that's a big fucking deal, man. That console... I didn't have the same console, mind you. I think that was like the third console I had. That was the third PlayStation 2 that I had purchased. Not I purchased, but mom purchased. I think the first one, I, uh, it got lost. Or it broke. Or for whatever reason. I didn't have a first one anymore. I had a second one. That second one, another cousin sold it. And the third one, my like, cousin I mentioned sold it. Jerk. But whatever. Yeah, I bought three PlayStation. That shows my love for the console. I three PlayStation twos at once. Yeah, there were there were several games I played there, and I enjoyed it. And I played for a while on PlayStation Two because they wanted you to live inside of it. You know, it was it was a world on its own. Go to the gym, you could have a lunch, steak, haircut. A firefighter, so much cool shit you could do, man. Those were the days. The PS2 era had some great stories to tell, man. Some great games. And back then, they, they, they were really testing the boundaries, man. They were really testing the boundaries of what was and wasn't acceptable. Particularly Rockstar with games like, well, the Affirmations GTA series and Manhunt and, you know, games like that. And, you know, or, or, you know, there was all this people trying to say, oh, this game should be banned, you know. It's uh, inf- wrongly influencing the youth. The, the age restriction isn't, like, high enough or whatever. <laughs> Fuck them, dude. I mean, okay, I understand some games do need to be, <clears throat> you know, given age restrictions. Of course the games need age restrictions, dude. They're video games. If you didn't, if you can't put a PG rating on a game made by Rockstar, it has to have like an 18 rating at least, you know. But to say like the game should be banned outright, you know, calling up the video game creator's mom, talking shit, saying you like uh, you you should have beat your son more often. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I understand this doing your job, but this is not doing your job. This is bordering on harassment. 
Is that we all know who I'm talking about? That one guy with a raging heart on for video games, man. This dude he's trying to get video games banned, saying that video games can, like, I don't know, contribute to violence. They make people do violent crimes and shit. Like, no, they don't make you do anything. Matter of fact, quite the opposite. They actually work to quell people's desire to commit violent crimes. So be like, okay, if you commit this crime in the game world. You won't want to be committing it in the real world. That's logical, right? Surely, I'm, I'm, I'm not crazy. That's the logical thing to think. If you commit horrible acts in the video game world and you get that shit out of your system, you won't want to do it in the real world. That's common sense, right? Common sense would dictate to be real. But there's people who will convince you that because there are people out there who will try to convince you that well, because they do it in the game world, they're going to want to go out and do it in the real world. Like, fuck People, there are video games where people can plant flowers and, and you know, farming in a farm simulator and all that. That doesn't, that doesn't mean, those people who play those video games don't wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I want to be a farmer because I played farm simulator. You know, just, there's no, nobody does that. That's, that's a weird thing. Yeah, when it comes to like running and gunning and, you know, shit like that, people think, okay, we're going to go out and we're going to do violent crime because we were inspired by video games. And there are cases of people who commit crimes and say, oh, yeah, I did it because of the video game. Uh, yeah, but that motherfucker knows he's going to jail. He's not going to admit he committed a crime because he just wanted to commit a crime. If he says he did it because of the video game, he knows, like, okay, this guy's a loon. We should obviously send him to a loony bin instead of a jailhouse. You know, he's not responsible for his actions. The game made him do it. Big Ice Cube was, um, oh yeah, there ain't nothing to it. Gangster rap made me do it. You know, ain't nothing to it. Video games made me do it, eh? Is that what you, that's your defense. Your defense right there. Ain't nothing to it. Video game made me do it. The game made me do it, man. It was the game. I didn't mean to kill him. Oh, fuck you, man. You totally did. Weirdly enough, there was a case, um, a little PS2 game. I think it was GTA. Where, uh, a guy got killed after playing the game and then it came out that the guy who killed him didn't actually own a copy of the game it wasn't his game it was in fact the game of the guy who got killed huh video games don't like what the fuck dude i mean uh, where how did a conversation about the appreciation of the playstation 2 turn into a tangent about video games in general whatever man the playstation 2 was front and center for shit like that man the gaming world testing, you know, the waters. Of the, hey, how far is too far? How far can we push this before we have people coming after us? Whether it's bully or manhunt or... Uh, there is one game that were too far was too far. Where this shouldn't even have made it past, I don't know, the idea phase. It was rape lay. Look it up. Rape lay. The name alone should be a sign. Mm -mm. This cannot be put through. This just is. And there was also stages with the PlayStation 2 and the games that just, you know, the hypersexualization and all that. And, uh, you know, you have the BMX XXX <laughs> or uh, Bikini Battle, I think it was called, or whatever. There's shit like that, man. Games like... Oh! Speaking of games... Uh, where people barely wear anything. How about games like Tekken or Street Fighter? I remember those too. Those were 
fun as hell. The first time I experienced Tekken was Tekken 4. Yeah, I can still remember hearing the The King of Iron Fist Tournament 5. Actually, that wasn't Tekken 5, but still, just like, yeah, you got psyched up when you heard that thing. The King of Iron Fist Tournament 4. And when you, you say, like, Jin Kazama, Lei Wulong, it's like, get ready for the next battle. Yeah. I'm psyched, man. Let's kick ass. You know, my favorite character in Tekken was King. You know, I like King. He was. You know, he, he, what am I saying was? Okay, the series is over now, but like, Vector Man King was the shit. He was this badass wrestling motherfucker. I didn't know who he was. I, I didn't know idea when Valotudo was, but. I remember somewhere reading a story like he was in jail, but then he got out, and then he like went looking for Craig Marduk. You know, because he's like, um, he, like, he was wearing Black Jaguar's mask or some shit. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Was that before or after? I think it was before. Oh, no, that was Tekken 5. Shit. In Tekken 4, like, he, he went after Craig Marduk and he beat Siran. Because I think Craig Marduk beat Black Jaguar. Oh, no, he killed him. That's why. It was because he killed him. That's why. He beat him so bad he killed him. And then King wanted to do the same. So he beat Marduk within an inch of his life. And he was like... Then he went, he like went to the hospital and he wanted to kill him, but he like stopped himself last minute. They're like, nah, this isn't right. And like, so he got his revenge, but he didn't take it too far. He didn't get revenge, he got justice. Yeah, in a way. He got justice, not vengeance. So it shows, yeah, you know, he's, he's got morals. He's not just this vengeful machine or whatever. He's not a monster. He may have the head of like a leopard and tail and everything, but he's, he's got a, you know, he's still, he's got a heart. He's a good dude. Good old King. <laughs> the King of Iron Fist, a guy named King. I love him. He was like, oh. every time he'd kick a motherfucker, like, yeah, it was good. Another guy like, Yoshimitsu. And if he went down, <laughs> he had that sword too, man. He, he, was, he was practically cheating. This motherfucker's got a sword. How is that fair? Jeez. Oh, you want to talk about fair? That uh, the dude with the dreads, he had that um that style, that dance style, that dance fight style they have in like Brazil or Peru or whatever the Brazilian dance fighting thing. That dude, you couldn't hit him. You'd go high, go low. You tried to go low, he he didn't hit. Do like some flippy shit or spinny shit or whatever. He would keep hitting you and you would hitting shit, but you couldn't land a blow on the motherfucker. Damn. Uh. Yeah, that's, that was some shit, man. That shit really got on my nerves. But, like, um, yeah, there was Christy Montero. Austin, oh, wait, she didn't show up to the fifth one. Damn. Yeah, I remember Lei Wulong was there. In the fourth one, yeah, Lei Wulong. And in the fifth one, he, he was, yeah, he's a cop. He was basically he was basically Jackie Chan. Lei Wulong was basically Jackie Chan. In the fourth one, he was, uh, like, a cop. Oh, wait a minute. He was trying to find, what's his name? He was trying to find... In the fifth one, he was trying to find Feng Wei. <laughs> I'm going to say it like the intro thing, because I like dude, man. I like the shit. Fuck it, I'm just going to skip far. I remember before, it was a, there was Jin's story, and, you know, he, uh, he fought, he fought, he fought his dad, and he fought his grandfather, and the final battle, he, like, transformed into the devil gene. Is it devil gene or devil gene? Or whatever, I'm just going to say devil gene. And he flew off into the sky, you know, like that was, he whooped both their asses and flew off, man. He's dope. He was dope, man. He was a badass. It 
skipped a generation because Heihachi Mishima wanted that Dojin, but he didn't get it. It passed to his son. And there was the whole story about um him throwing Heihachi into a volcano. No, he threw him off a cliff and he lived. And then uh, Kazuya came back and threw him off a cliff and he lived. And then Heihachi came back and threw Kazuya off a volcano. Like, fuck. And then he cloned him. You know, he cloned him. I remember the intro was so cool because it was just Kazuya busting out of his facility, kicking all the ass. And it ends with him like, all the whole time, Heihachi is watching the thing on the camera. He's like, and then, like, Kazuya walks up to this dude and he's got like a gun in his face. And he's like, Samakara. I'm sorry if I butchered that pronunciation. I, my memory's crazy. Like, Samakara's ever done a rock? And he's punching this motherfucker right in the face. Like, shit, this guy. Is not to be fucked with. You know? This guy, man. Kazuya Mishima. This guy's like Vegeta. Like a businessman. You know, ruthless. Souped up. Demonic version of Vegeta, you know? With laser eyes and wings. And shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is What else? What else is there? Say, man. Tekken was the shit, man. Christy Montero, Asuka Kazama. Oh, when she won, I remember her uh, final thing. And she won in Tekken 5. It was, um, it was, oh yeah, she beat Jin Kazama prior to that. Oh, no, before the fight, she was going to go up against um, that other Mishima, the grandfather, Jin Pachi Mishima. She, she walks up and she sees. Jin Paji going up against Jin, Jin Kazama. And he was like, I will have everything. Wow. He went down in one move. I think he had like a little health or whatever, whatever. So he beats Heihachi Ushima and, you know, he's out cold. Jin's out cold. You know, he's still got, in his devil form, he's got the horns, he's got the wings, he's got all the tattoos that disappear when he transforms back. You know, and he, he, um, she goes and like touch her. She's like tries to wake him up, shaking him and she's like, "Wake up! You know where are we? Like, how are we gonna get out of here?" And then the energy like leaves. A bit of the energy goes into her as it like leaving his body. She takes in some of that like power as he wakes up. Like, bro, what's going on, mom? And he like faces plants right in between her chest, and he gets up, acts like nothing happened. She's like, "What are you doing?" She, she was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "What was that?" And he's like, "Whoa." What's going on? Where am I? Because, you know, when he transforms into the devil team, he loses control and he blacks out, doesn't remember what happened. The thing completely takes over. It's like a werewolf transformation. He gets, he gets like, his shining claws and he has big wings, coins, and he can shoot a laser out of his forehead or is it out of his eyes? I don't know. He can shoot a laser, though. I know that much. Yeah, so there's that. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's she get he's like, whoa, what's going on? And she's like getting all fired up because she's like, what was that? Like, what are you doing? Putting your face in my like right between my chest and it's like, like, girl, don't play dumb with me, you pervert! Bam, knocks him far off into the fucking mountain. And he's like, and she's like, ah, screw this! And he's laying there in the rubble, like, ugh, uh, what was that about? <laughs> oh shit. Oh man, take it, oh man, the memories, the good old days. 
Well, these happy days are <laughs> shit, man. What else was there? Oh, I want to talk about like like games. Oh, Hitman. That was the first time I played Hitman. Hitman Blood Money on the PlayStation Two. I I never saw myself as that kind of guy, man. I wasn't a stealth dude. I didn't I like sneaking around, getting people, trying to pick them off one by one. I'd I when I play action games, I'd rather just walk in with a big old machine gun and brrr, blast motherfuckers away. You know that was fun. That that rush of energy walking by, and I was like, shit, good times. Yeah, excuse the interruption, I had to stop for a second. Yeah, man, I just need to feel that rush, you know, just, ah, oh, you like the rush of danger, busting in and blasting people, it was so cool. Yeah, those are the days, man, playing a game like Hitman, I thought, oh, man, I'm just going to be sneaking around and, you know, like, garroting people and, you know, playing poison and whatnot, and, but no, it was fun, sneaking around was, I mean, you can, you do have that option to just waltz in with a gun and blast people, but... Then, like, the newspaper would say, oh, a bald guy with a tattoo walked in and blew people away. He was caught on camera. You know, we were looking for him. Oh, shit, man. That newspaper thing was great. Why they never reused that, I'll never know, dude. Like, it gave your actions consequences. You understand? It the, 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 I, I, the Dude, when I replayed the game, I wanted to see... You know, like, you, you had to... Oh, wait, you only got it on, like, hard mode. On, like, hard mode, did it ever really make a difference? You know, like, oh, well, it happens. You had to, like, cover your tracks. You had to erase footage. You had to kill witnesses. You had to, you know, clean up evidence. Make shit look like an accident. You couldn't just kill people anymore. Otherwise, the paper would pick that up. And you had to hide dead bodies. <laughs> make sure you hide dead bodies, dude. That was... That happens a lot. It happens in every Hitman game. Every Hitman game is a place where you just gotta shove a dead body into a trash can or, or whatever. You know, damn, dude. Changing disguises and shit. Oh, man. You, you, you could bribe the paper to just totally erase the headline. You could bribe the cops to have the investigation get choked up in red tape. Whatever. You, know, you could do all that and it'd be cool. And the thing, when I replay the game on a harder level, I wanted to see how far I'd take it. So, you know, one mission, I just went all in. Just got a gun, blasted everybody away. It was in the this, like, rehab center in Blood Money, you know. Blasted away security guards, blasted away orderlies, patients, everybody. There wasn't a single person left in, left alive in that fucking place. You know, and that's what the Allied read, that there was a massacre. And, oh yeah, the dude was caught on camera. I'm like, oh, I forgot to erase the footage. Yeah, and you had a proper description of your face right on the headline. Like, oh no. Crap, 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 crap. Jeez. Hey man, those are some good times. I keep saying that. Good times, good times. Those are great games on that. Whether they be GTAs or Max Payne, The Fall of Max Payne. I mean, I never played that game, but I really wanted to. Because I remember at one time, I didn't know at the time that it was Max Payne. But I saw a friend playing the first Max Payne and it looked kind of cool. And I saw the cover art for Max Payne. It was like something out of a comic book or a noir detective story. I wanted to play so bad. It looked so great. And, you know, I did. And years later, I did find out what happened in the Max Payne story. Because 
I did what I did with Pitfall. I, oh, no, no. The first game where I played, where I saw all the cutscenes wasn't Pitfall. It was the first Max Payne game because I never got to play it. I never even had it. So I looked up, hey, all cutscenes, and I saw what happened. You know, he crashed the train and all that. And Oh, speaking of that train, that train was uh, what got me thinking. I thought that dude was playing Spinner Cell and... Cause back then I I loved I like I really loved Splinter Cell. The first game I played of Splinter Cell, I think was it wasn't. I don't think it was. Yeah, I think it had to have been Chaos Theory. Like my cousin must have borrowed it. We used to borrow games a lot. I didn't always go out to the store to buy games. Sometimes we'd borrow them from like the neighbor kids, and you know some of the games we borrowed were Fantastic Four, Gran Turismo, and. Still chaos here. I think he borrowed it. and Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, he borrowed Need for Speed, Ghost in the Shell, PlayStation Two game. That was lots of fun. Me and my cousins loved playing that. You know, we play the two the a two player. We'd have one v one. Yeah, basically the mission was you had to try to kill each other. You know, <laughs> we used rocket launchers, grenades, guns, whatever. You know, it was it was it was, it was, it was fun. You know, we could play as. Either Major or Mr. Bato or Mr. Bato. I, I didn't call him Mr. Bato. Those robots did. And he, those missions, those missions were good, you know. There was one mission um, in the Ghost in the Shell standalone complex game where you could play as, well, you were playing as Bato and you were walking down the sewer system. Like, okay, they like go to the right. But there was a way down to the left and you went down to the left and you went far enough that you get a message like, you fool, you go any further and you'll fall. And you went in, and you if you kept going further, you would actually fall. <laughs> like, oh, shit, dude. Rather than, you see what a game would do, most games would do, is that they'd, they'd put up a barrier. They'd just put up a barrier and say, oh, you can't, an invisible wall saying you can't go there. Fuck, that sucks. But, no. This is, this is you actually fell in the water and shit. And you had to, like, restart. We're back, not back where you started, but, you know, out of the thing before you fell in. And, like... Yeah, you know, I hope you learn your lesson. Go back, <laughs> go back with the mission. You can play as those robots. Uh, they were in Ghost in the Shell. If you know Ghost in the Shell, you know what I'm talking about. It was like, I don't know, they're not tank bots. They argued a lot. Like, when they came in to help Bato after he'd cleared out all the guys, they were like, oh, we missed all the action. You know, if you hadn't been so stingy with the grenades, we would have been here sooner. If I'd have used them sooner, then we wouldn't have had them when we really needed them, you know? Shit like that, you know? And Bato was... Cool. When I saw that... <clears throat> when I saw the character in the game, I thought, you know, the guy who could play this role would probably be like Jean-Claude Van Damme or, you know, Dolph Lundgren or something. You know, and then the Ghost in the Shell movie show, like, oh, that didn't have to be the case. I mean, it could have been, but it didn't have to be. So whatever. And, you know, it was it was great. There were, all, there were these skins that you unlocked once the game had ended. You could make the character look different, give Bato different colored shirts, give Major different colored suits and the game was fun because it was like a shooter and you, you could kick ass and you know, it was it was a third person not open world game but it was a linear story it was a shooter it was like a thriller you know you're trying to uncover this mystery and do all this shit so much fun and you could mind control people you could control one of the enemy guys to kill some of the soldiers and make them like turn on this dude so that when you showed up, there would be a lot less enemies. It was hacking and so good, man. So fun. Yeah.
was one of the games you could play. Yeah, man. Oh, the Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Yeah, I remember that one. Another Splinter Cell game, uh... It wasn't Blacklist. It was... I think it was Pandora Tomorrow. I remember a friend sent me that. And I couldn't get past the first level. You had to pick the lock on a door. And it... Oh, I didn't have the patience for that. I didn't have, I didn't know what to do. I didn't, you know, I didn't pay attention to the instructions. I didn't do anything. I just, oh, I couldn't make it past the door. So I was like, you know what, man? Just, just, just take it back. Whatever. Plenty of games I played again, like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, FIFA. I actually liked PES back then. PES, Pro Evolution Soccer back then. I'd play that with my cousins too. Did a lot of shit with my cousins. Because, uh, yeah, because uh, I'm an only child. You know, I don't have siblings. I do have siblings, but not from my side, you know, something from my dad's side, so yeah, I would play a lot of the time, game with my cousins, I couldn't, I didn't like playing FIFA by myself, you know, it's, it's it, FIFA is the kind of game where it's fun, when you're playing with your friends and like family members and you got buddies around to play with you, but it's not so great when you're on your own, there's no reason to really invest in that shit, you know. But I like this. But one time uh, I can recall, I think it was 2005 game that we were playing on PlayStation 2, where we had the same team. We were, they were both the same team. We, I was green. I don't remember what team it was, but we were both green team, and it was a disaster. We had no idea what the person we were passing to was one of our guys. Was it one of those guys? We had no idea which way to score. It's just, just, what, it was, oh, it was confusing, man. They shouldn't, that shouldn't be a thing. You shouldn't be able to have the same team on both sides. It's confusing as fuck. And if you can, then at least have a set attire. Like, if one side picks, I don't know, Real Madrid and the other side picks Madrid, then have two separate, you know, uh, what's this? Costumes or, or outfits for them to wear. Two separate outfits that they have to wear. Oh, uniforms, yeah. Like, uh, one side gets the Qatar Airways uniform, and the other side gets another uniform, you know? So, okay, we're both Real Madrid, but we can at least tell which side is our side, and we know which way to score. There you go, problem solved. I think they did that in, like, later games, but I'm not sure, because, like I said, I didn't follow these games. What else is there? Shit, I think I've gone through almost everything. But I did Mad Max. I, I, I talk about Max Payne. I talk about that. I love PlayStation Two. You know, that's what this is about. This is my love letter or message to the PS Two. You know, I as much as I enjoy having an Xbox One, as much as I enjoyed my Three Sixty and all the collection of games from that, I still have. I love having a PlayStation 2. And a large chunk of my childhood was filled with that game. When I wasn't outside playing with my friends or playing with my cousins, you know, that. Or just watching TV or movies or, or watching wrestling, I'd, I'd be playing my PlayStation 2. It was just, it brought in all the cool aspects of the outside world inside. Some, some of the, yeah, you could like I mean, you could play golf. You can. I mean, what golf is a cool outside aspect. Come on, dude. No, I mean, you could play. Yeah, I played golf, dude. 
dude. I played golf on PlayStation. It was boring as fuck. And mostly just had fun smoking up and like messing with the voices and shit. But the creative guys like stay in the fairway. Stay in the fairway. Get out of the rap. <laughs> yeah, like oh man. I remember my uncle walked in one time and he was like, Wait, you're playing golf on this thing? Rather than actually play like oh, you play golf on this thing now? Like yeah, like I was so bored playing that game. I think yeah, and I used to play golf too. Shit. It actually uh I guess maybe you yeah, I played golf. I used to play actual golf and I quit that and I was like, well, maybe this just isn't for me. But years later, I'm like, hey, mom, I used to play golf, right? She says, yeah. Like, why don't I anymore? Why don't I stop? She's, and she's like, I don't know. One day you just stopped. It was too bad. Your coach said you were good. I'm like, really? I was good. Yeah. They said you were good. Like, one day you just didn't want it. You just said you just didn't want to do it anymore. Oh, well. Not all games were great, man. Some were boring. Some just didn't pan out, man. Like, some of the, there was this one military game I bought, thinking, okay, it's gonna be like a Call of Duty game, but this one has two player. You know, I'm gonna play with my, like something I can play with my cousin or whatnot. Uh, uh, oh no, no, this is not the the cousin I mentioned who sold my PlayStation and the other cousin who sold my Xbox is not the the one who was with me last year at Christmas, all right? Around this time. He was not that one. He, he is a great guy. That is my cousin right there. I can't remember his alias, though. I can't remember his alias. But Rolling Stone, I think. I think his name was. I can't remember the phrase. Stone, yeah. The name was Stone, I think. Yeah, me and Stone were together. Wait. Oh, wait. No, that was the SNW podcast of weirdness. Yeah, that's dead and buried, but, you know, I will have to give him it. We'll have to reintroduce him. You know, we'll repackage him, reintroduce him to the audience, give him a fresh new gimmick, you know, like they do in WWE. Speaking of, moving to the WWE games that he played, starting with WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2011. Yeah, that was good. That was fun. You got to play as John Cena in the road dress, menu mode, yeah. Got to play as Christian, or you could play as a guy trying to defeat the streak, the Undertaker, the Undertaker streak at WrestleMania. The choices were: you could create your own wrestler to defeat the streak, or you could play as Kofi Kingston, Our Truth, or John Morrison. I'm thinking, what? This can't be for. Oh, oh, Dolph Ziggler was there too. I think. Wait, what? The company really. Like, I mean, you, the people you want to break the streak are either R-Truth, Kofi Kingston, John Morrison, or fucking, uh, what is it, Dolph Ziggler? I mean, sure, a few years later that might have been interesting, but R-Truth in 2010? He'd, he'd just come back, I think. Like, around at that time, he just got back. I'm like, really? R-Truth? Break the streak? Uh, or, like, at the time, Kofi Kingston... He hadn't yet aligned with the New Day, but, like, you know, he was a solid IC champ, or an ISJ champ, but, like, really? Kofi Kingston? He the street? Like, really? John Morrison? Really? Dolph Ziggler? The guy who used to be a... used to be a valet for a golf dude? 
the guy who used to be a male cheerleader with the spirit squad? That guy? Come on. I'm not knocking Dolph Ziggler. He's a phenomenal athlete. He is now. He's a former world champion, money in the bank winner. and I mean, he's really great. So is Kofi Kingston. He's a former world champion, too. But, and our truth is killing it with the 24-7 title. He's held the United States title. And, you know, he's really, he's a tag champion, too. I mean, he's really done well for himself. Everybody's moved on to bigger and better things since 2011. John Morrison returned and tagged with The Miz again, won the SmackDown tag titles. You know, he's, you know, Mr. Friday Night Delights is back on track again. Shit. But them, having them be the guys up for contention to break the streak? I'm not sold on the idea. So almost every time you'd picture a creative wrestler, which makes you wonder why didn't they just let you do that instead. But sure, whatever. Anyway, um, or you could play as Rey Mysterio, where he loses his memory and has to like figure out who he is. You could turn heel in this one. Yeah, in this PlayStation game, you could turn heel and align yourself with Jack Swagger and go after the World Heavyweight. I think, yeah, it was the World Heavyweight title, I remember. Because uh, in the John Cena story mode, you could you had you, you were fighting Randy Orton for the WWE title, and in the Edge story, you, I mean, the Christian story, yeah, you started out in ECW, then you went to SmackDown, and you won the Royal Rumble. I think you could either challenge for the World Heavyweight title or the WWE title. If you challenge for the World Heavyweight title, you'd have to go up against your friend Edge, and he was World Heavyweight Champion, and it was kind of a dick move, you know. Damn, dude, you're going up against your buddy. You could easily go up against a WWE champion and still you could you'd still be champion and you still keep your friendship intact. But damn, dude. Yeah, but if you went against a champion, you got the happy ending where like Edge comes down and you're both champions, you both got the belts, and you do the, the five second pose for the benefit of those with flash photography. Oh shit, man. This yeah. I think they all had good and bad endings. Yeah, yeah. If you lose the streak match, you become one of the Undertaker's druids and you know, you join his, like, creepy, like, cult or whatever. You know, you lose your soul to this, the Undertaker. That's what he said, you know. He'll take your soul, you'll rest in peace. You know, the whole nine. But you, the Mysterio one, you join Team Jack Swagger, you turn heel and help him retain his title by dirty means. With, um, <clears throat> when it came to, uh, yeah, Christian, you know, you could have a bad ending where you beat Edge for the world title and whatnot. You lose friendship, you know. And the happy ending and with John Cena, you could have the, you could turn on MVP and, you know, on your quest to regain the WWE title or MVP would turn on you in his quest to gain the WWE title. But you'd still eventually come back and, you know, win the title because you're John Cena and John Cena always wins, you know. He was around about that time. You know, it's time. Time is up. My time is now. <laughs> Shit. Woo, man. Those were days. That was the first wrestling game I played. Down versus Roger and Love, and I got. I borrowed it from my one cousin Stone. Yeah, after we went on this trip, uh, I think it was during December holidays. It was so much fun playing games like Toy Story Three. Jeez, another movie tie-in. Actually, pretty solid, man. Made me wonder why they didn't have like a Buzz Lightyear game, cause there was a a game about a mission in it that had nothing. To, there was like a side 
another side mission there was a side uh aspect of it there was the main story and then it was like a split story like buzz's adventures in space and then you wonder why didn't we ever get a buzz Lightyear game you know we got a buzz Lightyear tv show that's not related to toy story in any way it's about the actual space ranger buzz Lightyear. shit and he's getting a movie too damn it's apparently a movie about the 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 ranger who was who inspired the buzz Lightyear to oh the guy the the buzz Lightyear toy is based on so yeah, it's starring Chris Chris uh, Chris Evans, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute, make a movie about Buzz Lightyear? Why isn't Tim Allen in it? And I cooled down. So it was like, oh, it's not a movie about Buzz Lightyear. It was a movie about the guy who, about the character who inspired the creation of Buzz Lightyear. Oh, okay. That explains why Tim Allen's not in it. But you gotta have like, I'm I'm thinking like they gotta have a cameo or something. They gotta give him something. Gotta end the story with him, like, you know, there's this company, they want to make a toy about you. They even got a toy about you, you know? Yeah, what do you think? You know, like, you know, they even got a guy doing the voice. Like, yeah, who's he? Like, here he is, man. He's just a spot-on impersonation of you. Gets him out and come and do it. To infinity and beyond! <laughs> yeah, man. Movie tie-ins. Uh, technically a movie tie-in. A movie tie-in of a movie? Shit. Whatever. Yeah, PlayStation 2. Those games, man. It had great games. Spider-Man Trilogy. Toy Story Trilogy. I think even... No, I don't think Blade had a game. A lot of superhero games came out on PlayStation 2. Daredevil was supposed to have a game, but it never came to fruition. Spider-Man had games. The Fantastic Four had game. Yeah, the first one and the second one. It was the regular Fantastic Four and Rise of Superstar. And the first one you could play... You could team up with a partner and play the whole game with them or you could play the game solo when I played the game solo I always got stuck on the level with the museum with the mummy because the thing with movie tie-in games is like if they stuck solely to the movie it wouldn't be very long and with a game the story can't wrap up in like three hours you gotta stress the shit out it's gotta go days so you gotta add missions and side quests and stuff that wasn't in the movie you know, add to it. It's more of um, an extension of the film than a direct adaptation of the just the film. So, yeah, it needs to be more than the movie. And there's this level with um, the mummy. Well, basically, a mummy exhibit with actual mummies and shit came alive at a museum. And, like, Ben Grimm stopped it because he happened. He had to stop it because he was in the vicinity and he was, like, saving people. Remember, there was a level where a mummy grabbed a woman and ran off with her. And they're like, what? Where are you going? He's like, I'm going after the girl. Like any hero would. Dude, I could not for the life of me beat that fucking mummy by myself. And then one day, my cousin, me and Stone, we got together and bam, 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 bam. You know, he was Johnny and I was uh, Ben Grimm. And we kicked that mummy's ass. We kicked ass, man. It was like that and it was gone. So much fun. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm telling you. know You didn't know. Your ass better call somebody. <laughs> yeah, we, we had so much fun playing on the PlayStation 2. I mean, shit, we were... Um, I remember we played on Thing. We played on PlayStation 2. It was... Yeah, when we played on PlayStation 2 or for the WWE SmackDown was Raw games, or any, he would play as John Cena. I'd play Triple H. We'd form a team, the Champs Game. <laughs> the Champs Game. 
Oh, dude. Yeah, we kicked ass. We won the tag titles. We beat everybody. It was so much fun. You know, <laughs> eventually we'd have our own, like, best of seven series. It was just, I did it. I came up with it because I needed to know, like, because, you know, which one of us was really better at these games? Who was really the man when it came to these games? Because, you know, I don't want to know. So, and it started with SmackDown vs. Raw. This thing of, like, hey, which one of us is better started in that game. And it kind of spread to other games, like Splinter Cell Blacklist or Splinter Cell Conviction. You know, I mean, we never really played uh, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. That was a game me and Keisha would play because... So I'm back, man. PlayStation 2 has some weird add-ons, too. It had, um, when you played Time Crisis, there was like a... Yeah, Time Crisis came on the PlayStation 2 also. Your Time Crisis 2... Because maybe Time Crisis 1 came on the PS1. The Time Crisis 2 and 3 and... I think Time Crisis 4 was the first one to come out on the PS3. Yeah, yeah, it was it. So, yeah, notice I didn't call it the GS3. Because I'm trying to avoid that shit, you know. I don't want to offend nobody. If I offend you, I apologize. But sometimes, you know, some rare occasions when if you're an asshole and I offend you, then there's a chance I meant to offend you. Because you're an asshole. You deserve it. I can be kind to no asshole. Jeez. Anyway, the PlayStation 2 had some weird add-ons. Like the scene thing. It had microphones. I Think about it. It was the only console... That you play four players at once. I mean, damn! You if you had like the adapter thing, you could plug in. You could have four. You could have two versus two in a game. You could all four of you play at once. And when we had played Ghost and Shell, I wish I had the adapter because I wanted all three of us to play at the same time instead of the of us taking turns. Shit. Oh man, you know, just you know, all this thing, you know, uh, memory cards. Yeah, those memory cards, the analog. You had to plug in the controller. Those are the days. Everything had to be plugged in. You had to plug in the memory card. You had to plug in the controller. Nowadays, the controllers are wireless. The storage is in the thing. You don't need an external storage. Oh, man. Oh, shit. And those, 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 were, those were the days. I mean, graphics and gameplay and all that. I mean, graphics have improved. Gameplay, there's some pretty buggy shit out there. Yeah, you never really got that with the PlayStation 2, you know? That's what was great. That's one of the many things, the many, many things that was great with the PlayStation 2. You didn't get buggy-ass releases of, oh, well, we'll release it now and we'll patch it later. Or, whoops, we, miss, we must have missed that bug. Don't worry, we'll send you a patch in a few months' time. Or, fuck you, man. 
And if a game was buggy, if you didn't like it, you could send it back and get your money back. You know, and when you traded games back then, you got money. You didn't get store credit. You gave you money for your buck. You got bang for your buck, man. And we traded games amongst each other. We didn't sell each other games. Like, we'd trade games like, yo, I'll give you uh, Omnimitsu, I think his name was. I, I don't know. I don't remember what it was called. I remember that Takeshi Kaneshiro was in it. You know, he did the movie Hero, and he was in this movie with uh, Jet Li. Yeah, Dr. Y in the scripture with no words. Uh, he was in that movie. But he was the character that uh, this in this game... Yubei, I think his name was. Like, yo, man, I'll trade you this game if you give me, like, give me yours. You know, like, Def Jam Vendetta with D-Mob. <laughs> and you could, dude, there's so much fun with that game. D-Mob, Ludacris, Ice-T. Oh, wait, that was a sequel. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Ice-T. I mean, some of the intro introductions those guys would give, you know, the packages was, uh, one of the fun ones was, um, I can't remember who it is, but it was like, I'm a, I'm a rip it, I'm a rip your tongue out and lick my ass with it. <laughs> it was Method Man and Red Man. I think it was Red Man. So like Method Man had a, he had his own thing. I can't remember who it was, but I remember Ludacris was like a. That's why you never bet against the show, Dirty South Thing. Not, not Thing, but a so Dirty South Thing. No, that was a big dude. He was like, I'm from the M. Ah. Quickly, quickly, ah, quickly, quickly, ah, come back, come back, ah, I can make it all die. <laughs> <laughs> you will be destroyed. You will be destroyed. Uh, you guys, my money is on me. Every time I'm turn around, there's another young buck that wants to take me on. I'll lay down for no man. You want to take what's mine, you got to beat me. But nobody ever beats me. Def Jam Vendetta. Dun, 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 dun. Goddamn. Oh, man, goddamn. Can we not talk about love and love for you is all that I got. Everything I went through you but then and there by my side. And now I'm always with you for your last ride. In a long day. Without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when you see me again. Although I won't actually see my PlayStation ever again because it was fucking gotten rid of, man. Dirtbag. So whatever. I mean, shit. Screw those musical interludes. Blah! Crap that. I don't know, I'm sorry. For those of you who don't really enjoy my gibberish, then I don't understand why you're still listening. But still, my love letter to the PlayStation 2. This has been it. There's so many great games on there. Like God of War. Oof, God of War. Damn. I never got into that. God of War, when I first played God of War, was God of War 2. I had never played this game before. I had no idea what to expect. 
and it blew me away. The first game I played was God of War 2. Um, yeah, you know, I never finished that either. There's a lot of games I haven't finished, okay? Don't you judge me. It's not that I didn't try. I tried really hard, okay? I tried really, really hard. With God of War 2, I don't think I ever would have made it past the second level if um, I hadn't played the other God of War games. Because I remember a, a friend borrowed me God of War 2. I borrowed it from a friend in exchange for Vice City Stories, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. Oh, shit, Vice City Stories. Go outside because I got... I remember Lance was talking to Vance. He's like, will you stop? You stupid gorilla. The place is bugged. They're on to us. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, knock down all the police antennas. Like this. I never made it past that mission. I never finished that game either. All right? I'm an in... I mean, so many games are incomplete. All right? Dude, you can do so much in that game, man. You know, you had all these, you wear like these pastel suits. You could buy properties. I don't think you could do that. I think you weren't able to do that till at least GTA 5. I think GTA 5 is the first game since Vice City Stories where you could buy, like, own and get money from properties and shit, you know? Yeah, it was fun. There was so much cool shit you could do as Vance. You know, it's time for Mr. Last Vance Dance. <laughs> Eat it. Have fun with the fish. That was Vice City, not Vice VC stories. Oh man, VC was great. Vice City was awesome. Vice City, Vice City stories, both just awesome. Remember the trailer for um, Vice City ten year anniversary? It was like, like why'd you get in this business? You oh wait, wait. Vice City twenty four karat gold these days. We send someone down, cut ourselves a nice slice. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, the thing with the conversation, it was like a, tell me you still got the money. Oh, wait, wait, the deal was an ambush. We were set up. Tell me you still got the money. Like, we lost money. Like, that was my money, Tommy. Bye, buddy. You better not be screwing with me, Tommy, because you know I don't like to be screwed with. Hey, Tommy, you got my personal insurance. I'm going to get you your money back and the drugs. And I'm going to mail you the dicks of those responsible. Hey, I know that. If there was anybody else, Tommy, you'd be dead. Hey, Sonny, you got my word. I haven't played this game in 10 fucking years, and I remember that shit. It is seared into my brain. I love that game. I love the PlayStation 2. It made me. It helped me. It helped make me the man I am today, you know. And well, it didn't do that. It laid the foundation, to be honest. Yeah, it laid the foundation for... What would make me the man I am today? Ah, I'm a better man because of that console. Yeah, it helped me, man. It it made me better. Want to be a better human being? <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. The console did a lot, but changed my life. I mean, it made my life interesting. It made my life fun. You know, my life was fun before that. It was fun during that, and it is fun after. But still. It played a large chunk in that, man. I made, I made a lot of good friends and connections because of my PlayStation 2. And if it wasn't for having the PlayStation 2 and playing God of War, I, mean, I might not have had a lot to talk about. My other friend, Big Al. You know Big Al. He was on here several times earlier. He's a regular guest on the S&W experience. 
So yeah, I was talking to him. I mean, he he's the guy who let me his uh oh, he was the guy who convinced me to get a PSP. Having the PlayStation 2 is what also convinced me to get a PSP. I'm like, oh, it's like a PlayStation 2, but smaller, you can carry it around. And he let me his uh, God of War Chains of Olympus. And in there I learned, oh, okay, you can use bodies as well, dead bodies as weights to weigh down these things so that you can go further in the level, okay. It was Chains of Olympus and Ghost of Sparta where I actually completed those. And it was those games that helped me realize, hmm, so that's what you do, okay. I helped me solve puzzles that I found in God of War 2. But it, I, I didn't truly, like, get stuck until it was in God of War 2 when you had to go up against that Kraken. I never made it past that motherfucker. You know, I just never, never made it past but with um, God of War 1, I played that too. I played that after I bought God of War 2. And I hadn't finished it. And I didn't finish God of War 1 either. I stopped at, um, I think God of War 1, it was the fact that we had to like swim somewhere. Yeah, I didn't have the thing, like the Poseidon thing that we had. You, it gave the ability to swim underwater. So yeah, I didn't know you could still acquire it. I, I didn't know you could acquire it, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I'm jabbering on and on. God of War series was great, dude. Violent as fuck. And it, the opening levels were... They just threw you right into the action. And they nailed how to do quick time events in a way that didn't just seem like, oh, this is basically an interactive cutscene. You know, like, dude, it was great. You are bashing people's skulls and you were cutting heads off hydras. You were just being an absolute badass goateed motherfucker. You know, Kratos was a badass motherfucker. Back in his day. He's a dad now. He's still a badass. But, you know, he doesn't exist solely to be a badass. He's aged. He's grown. He's matured. And much like the gaming industry and much like gamers themselves, you know, it's they... Because during the PS2 era, we were like, I don't know, it was like the punk, hard rock, heavy metal era. And now we've grown up. As a gaming community, gaming is taken seriously. There's esports and conventions and, you know, video games are being adapted to film. Video games being taken seriously. It's, it's like, and like, are video games art? You know, there's less of that accusations that video games contribute to violence. You know, we're growing up. You know, I grew up with the place, the characters from... The PlayStation, you know, the characters like the God of Kratos and God of War, man. I, I grew up playing those guys on PlayStation 2 and seeing them evolve and change and grow. And game like God of War 4, it's it's nice, man. Where, But the question is, where would all this be without... N none of this would be real. With, and seeing Grand Theft Auto 5 change into this like worldwide phenomenon that's making billions a year, you know... What, none of that would have happened without the PlayStation 2. None of where gaming is now would be without the PlayStation 2. You know, and it's the PlayStation 2 that I would, you know, I, I'd like to say thanks to the people at Sony, you know, the designers, the engineers, the graphics artists, the sound guys, everything. I mean, all those motherfuckers. We wouldn't have Blu-ray. Without PlayStation, you know, without, I mean, we probably might have had Blu-ray, but we wouldn't have had like, you know, it, you know, we wouldn't have PlayStation Three, we wouldn't have a PS Four. I mean, 
If it wasn't for the PlayStation 2, Xbox would have no competition. You know, just, oh, well, thing, bleh, whatever, you know, just, you know, the PlayStation 2 was, is, and always will be the undisputed, wait, wait, let me, <clears throat> let me try that again. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is the Shogun, and I am talking to you about the reigning, defending, well not defending, but the reigning, undisputed, unbeaten king of consoles, the PlayStation 2, no let me rephrase that, PlayStation Two, yes, R.I.P. headphone users. Fucking, <laughs> oh damn, that's as good as one I can get without freaking yelling loud enough and calling on my neighbors and shit. But yeah, so yeah, thank you, Paul Heyman. Thank you, people of Sony. Thank you, uh, the THQ, Rocksteady, Warner Bros., Ubisoft, uh, all the. Studios, man. I, I, Square Enix. Uh, shit. Rockstar. All of you. All of you people. I just want to say thank you for coming together and creating magic and, you know, giving this, giving this kid a childhood, man. A childhood he can look back on fondly with nostalgia. You know, look at this and you know honor and properly honor this great console with one long thank you you know this is my thanks to you thank you playstation 2 this has been the snw experience i've been the shogun and uh yeah see you man i'm here now